1: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Board YouTube channel for Pick and Roll, the NBA discussion and betting show that goes live every single weekday at 1120 a.m. Eastern Time, or as close to that as we can to bring you NBA discussion and, of course, the best bets for the night slate. If you guys have been enjoying the content on this show, please make sure to hit that thumbs up button and subscribe for more just like this We, Like I said, every weekday, we try to go live over here at 1120 a.m. Eastern Time. So Let's get into the content for today. As always, the first thing that we do is recap the bets. Unfortunately, uh, the follow-up for the 3-0 Thursday was an 0-2 Friday, so uh, thankfully it was still a profitable week. But yes, um, one of the losing bets was on Tyler Hero. Uh, It was the controversial decision to go back once again to Tyler. And the Miami Heat got absolutely blown out in this one. And unfortunately, Jalen Brunson did not have the points that we needed as Julius Randle went off. Uh Pips to just your thoughts on this one. Do you want to go over both of these plays?
0: Yeah, for sure. Like I don't think this one is on Tyler Hero at all. Like we could say some something about Tyler Hero, but I don't think that's on him. I mean he was on pace to I uh, he was on pace to hit. And yeah, like they were down 30 points and he didn't have any four quarter minutes and I'm like was super positive that if this game was close this will hit so I don't think that's on Tyler Hero like okay he didn't hit in three quarters shame on you Tyler like I mean like he got to close and I'll say like before Giannis was ruled in the game had one point spread so Yanis went out in the first quarter. So this was one point spread game that ended up being like forty point blowout. So yeah, nothing to do there. Here, like, happens, and that's about it. I'm not like this was like on Tyler Hero, like saying we need to ban him or anything. Like this <laughs> is, yeah, we lost Tyler Hero, but. It wasn't Tyler Hero usual stuff. It was Miami Heat being terrible.
1: Yeah. That's it
0: about the first bet. The second bet, so I'll just like... Branson was shooting the lights out. I mean, the lights out 50% from the floor, 40% from the three-point line, getting to the line like eight times a game, and then against the Wizards, in one of the best matchups, he went six for six... For twenty and one free throw, like, and a lot is to down to the Julius Randle being super hot, and they were just going to Julius Randle, and Branson still ended up shooting twenty times, even with this. But yeah, I think twenty field goal attempts should be enough to cover this with some free throws. But unfortunately, he didn't hit anything. Like terrible game from Brunson, so. Yeah, that was that one stinks, especially against
1: the Wizards, who were such a great matchup in the entire season. So <laughs> very important to us, uh Sam brings up in the comment here. Very important to us to always be transparent with everything that's going on. We recap losing days as we recap the winning days. Um, no better wins like every single bet. So it's just about yo, know, your long-term sample size, eliminating variance. This season it's gone quite well. It's a 94 and 74 record, up nine units if you've tailed all the picks. ROI if you've tailed all of the picks. And um, yeah, we've seen success here. So hopefully we get back on track there. Like I said, it was still a winning week if you tailed all five of the picks. But let's try to find some more today as we get into a brand new week. Today it is a smaller slate. So it's going to be only one pick for today just because it wasn't great matchups overall. But still, Pips has a spot that he wants to give out here on the one official play. Let's pull it up here. It is involving the Miami Heat once again, but it is not involving Tyler Hero. So don't don't worry, everybody. We are going to Jimmy Butler on this one, and I believe a first game total featured on the show. Here is the official pick.
0: So we are betting on Butler to score over 17.5 points, and we are combining it with game total under 22 226 and a half under, which is minus 20 at drive kings. So I would say like 10 straight games between these teams under this under hit. And you know, over the last 10 games, we saw uh, a total of 209 point average. Uh, last season in the playoffs, uh, every game was under this line and every game in the in the regular season was also under. And the way I look at this is, this is like very slow pace, uh, very slow pace game, uh, very inefficient scoring because these both teams can play defense, and yeah, slow pace, a uh, lot of positional attacking like post ups and stuff, and yeah, I think the Miami Heat often stinks. Like I would say, if we exclude tanking teams, they are divorced. The worst in the league. I will they, say some things have better offense than them.
1: Like They've been struggling a lot recently, uh, all over the place, but offensively in particular. Yeah,
0: offense was struggling the entire season, but defense lately was also very questionable. And I think Butler was furious after the last game. They're like, we lost four in a row. We need to figure something out. And I think they are coming into this game fighting. Like, okay, this is not going well, and we know when the things are not going well, when we need some guy to take over, that's Jimmy Butler. Like, for real. Like, like there is no... Like, the thing with Butler is that I'm always, like, amazed by is that how of a different player is he when it matters. Like, we know with the, that final trips uh, by Butler and how great was he. Last season so 17 games, he had 27 points average. Like that's like always a huge increase compared to the to the regular season. And I think he needs like with him saying that he they need to change something, they need to do it. Uh he was great in the last two games. Uh he was his usage went up after the the in the last two games, he scored 23 points against the Bucs in 21 minutes. In a huge blowout, he still ended up scoring 23 points. And in the last game against the Charlotte Hornets, he scored 28. And, I mean, okay, losing to the Bucs, okay, but they lost by 30. They lost uh, to Brooklyn Nets after the third. They lost to Denver Nuggets at home, and now they lost to Charlotte Hornets. That's Unbelievable. Yeah. And that's big I one. think I think Butler will shoot suit, suit up for this game. And like and also our favorite guy is questionable for this game. And if he is out, I just don't see the scoring. Like uh, the is going against the Embiid. So we could see foul trouble. And it's difficult to score against the Embiid inside. That's two things. Tyler Hero will probably be going against Melton. But he could be out. If Tyler here is out, who can score here? Like, how how do Miami Heat score 100 points in this game? Like, only if Jimmy Butler scores a lot. And if we are going to see Butler scoring a lot, that will be like late into the shot shot clock isolations, going to the free throw line. And yeah, I don't see this as efficient game. And from both sides, in a slow pace, Slow pace actually works great for Jimmy Butler because he's not some guy that's, like, even the things, like, I would just say, like, he wants to isolate the guys and drive to the rim, and I love it in this game for, for Jimmy. I, I wouldn't be surprised if we see, like, 12, 13 free throws for, for Jimmy Butler tonight.
1: I kind of like this comment here uh, from Tunis saying that a direct quote is not direct quote, but paraphrasing. He said, he's tired of losing. No. And if you're tired of losing your star player, typically is the guy who does the most to try and rectify that situation. And, you know, with the, the way the East is shaping up, every win is going to be vital for this team. Um, you kind of spoke on it briefly. What kind of like a little bit more of your thoughts as to why the heat and 76ers match up in such a way that has consistently produced unders on totals?
0: Um, both, both teams are playing slow pace, and both teams are capable of defending. Like, one team has Bema De Bayo and Jimmy Butler. They had Tucker. Like, now, now 76ers have Tucker and have Embiid inside. So this yeah. is not a team that is easy to score against. And hit, uh, and 76ers also have Melton. And they have McDaniels, like the so they are more than capable of defending plus MB. When you have a good point of attack defensive player with MV in drop coverage, that's very difficult to score against. Like and when you when you add slow pace, good transition defense from both teams, then it's 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 not easy to score. There is no easy points to score. Like you may need to make you need to make jump shots,
1: and that's never easy. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, that is your one official play for today. Going with Butler on the over and the game total on the alt line for the under. But as always, we want to loop in some discussion pieces. And for today, a very prominent thing to talk about. Last night, we had an absolute show from Daniel Lillard. Unfortunately, it came at the cost of Pips's Houston Rockets. But uh, I'm sure as a Rockets fan, you watch this game. And I'm sure, like, you know, Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. This is, as much as you're a fan of the Houston Rockets, this probably made the game a lot more exciting. A career-high 71 from Damian Lillard. It looked like he was going to maybe go after Kobe's 81 number. He had 41 at the half. Um, Speak a little bit into 71 doesn't happen every day. In fact, I think this is the eighth player to ever do it. What just what was different about Dame last night compared to a usual game?
0: Hey, well, Dame time started from the first second of the game. We, we all know that he is capable to score twenty points in, a sc- in in one quarter. Like Dame is that guy always has been, especially this season. I'll just pull something up. Like the, I I think this number is like unbelievably like going under under the radar. Like uh, just a second. So Dame is scoring. 32, 32.3 points on average and seven assists, while shooting in 65.4 through shooting percentage. Like that's <laughs> all, that, that's like that's better than Steph Curry' best season. Like unbelievably great. Like and he's surrounded at, at, with guys that you can double off like whenever you want. Like and yep. he's still producing unbelievable efficiency. Like someone said, like, oh, the player shooting so much, of course he'll get great numbers. Like he is doing it so efficiently. Like uh, that's mind-blowing how efficient he is. And if you want to talk about last game, like yeah, he was like game is usually a slow starter. Like he will try to get everyone involved, he will try to like and then, when it matters, he will just score like 20 or 15 points in the last 10 minutes of the game. And that's same time, known as them time. But last night, he was like, probably he just took a look at his roster and said, okay, there is no one on this roster to, 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 to create for. Let's just let me cook. And he did cook amazingly. It helps that Houston defense is probably the worst in the league. But if you take a look at the uh, at the Houston Rockets roster for that game, there was no Kevin Porter Jr. There was no Jalen Green, so their defense wasn't terrible. Like they had Jabari Smith Jr. I'll say a ball average defender. Ken, Ken Kenyon Martin Jr. I will say an average defender. Deshaun Tate, above average defender. And we have, like, Tai Tai Washington. He's below average, but not terrible. Same thing with Sengun. Below average, but not terrible. And then you have Ty Eason and Luzman Garuba from the bench. Two amazing defenders. So, like, overall, I would say Houston Rockets defense was above average. So, it was not like, oh, he did did that against the worst defense in the league. Yeah, sorry, guys, but... Didn't, don't I? I saw some people trying to take away from this scoring 71 points against the Rockets, but this was unbelievable performance. Like if you take a look at his shots, that's almost every shot is pull-up three. It's not like some like defense fell apart and he shoots a wide-open three. No, it was pull-up threes from like 30 plus feet, and it's unbelievable.
1: So I will. I would never take away from a 70-point game at all, ever. But like. This, this was something even crazy about this. This game did not go into overtime. So again, not taking anything away from it. Donovan Mitchell had 71 early in the season. That was an overtime game. Still incredibly impressive. But to take away from Dame here is ridiculous, considering this was a a 48-minute game, did not go to overtime. And like much like the Mitchell one, they, they, Portland pretty much needed all of these points to get over the line here. Houston kind of made a late push, which which actually helped to give Dame those extra minutes. But a 71-point game is ridiculous. One of the comments here is actually the next piece that we want to talk about. Damian Lillard in Portland. You said he looked at his team and he's like, I got to step up. I got to take over. And Tuna brings up Portland wasting him. What are your thoughts on Damian Lillard choosing to remain with Portland, wanting to succeed with Portland in an era that seems to be defined by players actively looking for the right team to win the championship rather than staying in the same place?
0: Yeah, we, there are two sides for this. First one is, the, I think the ring culture is wrong, especially when you're playing on you the not great teams in the West with Golden State Warriors almost the entire career, and you had Houston Rockets being great, you had San Antonio Spurs for some time being great. That's not that. That doesn't make any sense. Like. He They got knocked out, knocked out of the playoffs. Like, Is it five times by the Golden State Warriors or four For, times? Portland? Yeah.
1: Uh I'll look it up right now, but you keep talking.
0: Yeah. So, like, you can, you can be, like, the best player in the league. And if you don't have supporting cast, you, you can't do anything against the Golden State Warriors, like, uh, against these Golden State Warriors. So, yeah, I, I think this is, culture is wrong. Because there's he's a great player, like no matter what, no matter if he doesn't win a ring, like he's still one of the best players we are seeing. And that's about it. second part, and he's loyal and everything, like that's okay, great stuff. But on the second part, like he like he does he doesn't want to try anything new. Like he like I think uh, in my opinion. He should probably leave because there were so many years that he gave them everything and they didn't make a great team around him. So, like, I think there is a limit. So, I think he should leave. Like, this is another wasted year. Like, wasted. I, they probably won't even make the playoffs this season. And he has probably one of the best seasons. Who has the better season than Damian Lillard this, this year? Like, five players, maybe? I will not say even five, but let's say five. Like, and you are, you won't even make the playoffs. So that's that's terrible. That's just terrible. Yeah. Yeah, but I think he should look away from the Portland, but I don't think he will.
1: So it was three. It's three playoff losses to the Warriors. It happened in a four-year span. Of uh, yeah. one of which was a, I, I, I always remember this. They they got swept in a conference final where they led three different games by at least 15 points. And they got swept in that series, which is ridiculous. As far as the conversation about Dame leaving, I think first of all, I would like it to be an era where players are more loyal to their teams, but fans have made rings such an important part of a player's legacy that it's almost like they have no choice, but to go and search for different things just for yes. their own legacy but th- that's just a culture that's been created. I don't, I don't, I don't like it, but uh, I think even myself, I've been a little guilty of, of it in the past, but um, rings shouldn't be as significant as I guess we make them. But I also agree with you and I'll compare this to, uh, I guess, something that would more resonate with me when Chris Bosch left the Raptors in 2010 fans were so upset. Like, like he got booed like crazy. They they've come around since then, but you know, I look back on that. Like, Chris Bosh was, was one of the better players in the NBA. The Raptors did nothing to put a team around him. So you know, of course he's going to leave. Of course he's going to go somewhere else because there has been no progress here. When LeBron left Cleveland the first time, like he gave everything for that team, but like they just could not put a proper team around him. And if, if your team if your team fails you to a degree, I, I think you should be allowed, well, I mean, you're out to do whatever, but I think fans should accept the fact that like sometimes it's the team that didn't, Do it for you, and not you doing it for the team. I think that kind of applied to LeBron at the time, and for Dame, I think that could apply here. But hey, full credit to him for being loyal. The last thing we're going to quickly touch on: I would love to get comments on this. Do you think Wilt Chamberlain's 100 point single game record can or will ever be touched in the NBA? Uh, So one one quote that one thing that came yesterday was that Dame had 41 and a half. Wilt Chamberlain had 41 and a half in this ridiculous game and again anybody in the comments do you guys think 100 points will ever get touched again in the nba what are your thoughts
0: i think it could like i I think we could be close to this but it needs to something crazy like do happen like two double overtime like like kings and the clippers and stuff like that so the players go up to play like 50 minutes and i think it can be done in 50 minutes like if Lil damian had 10 more minutes it's possible that he will be like close to the 100 points but the player the, the team needs to work for the player to to score 100 points like that's but if the player scores 100 points like that's probably a blowout so like yeah it would be difficult but we don't know what the future holds like the pace is going higher. The defense is not allowed to be played on top level. I, I would, I don't, I would not want to say the different, there is no defense in the NBA in the regular season. I'll just say the defense is not allowed to be played at top level, like that's huge. Pace and players getting unbelievably great at scoring going forward, like true shooting percentage is increasing. And yeah, but it's it's it needs to be like two double overtime. So like someone needs to play like 50 minutes to, to be able to to it, but it will be difficult like
1: Yeah. So for Wilt when he broke it, that that season he broke it, he averaged 50 points a game, which is just ridiculous. Even I think even more ridiculous, he averaged 48 and a half minutes a game. He averaged more minutes per game than in NBA game because of overtime and stuff. So uh, I, I don't have the exact number of minutes he played in that particular game, but it was likely around 48 minutes or it was exactly 40 minutes. He played the whole game. So I think you're right. A player has to play like 50 minutes. So it'd have to go to overtime and I think it would have to be like a late season game or even like, like, I don't want to say a playoff game, but it has to be a game yeah. where you have to play that many minutes. Where it's close, but you still play that many minutes and can get those points.
0: The interesting part is then Booker, like how he scored his 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 points, like they were fouling him like a ton, like late into the game.
1: Yeah. And uh Kobe when he had 81 against the Raptors, uh I've watched the entire game back. He got fouled a ton and just made I think he missed one free throw. He took like probably around like twenty something free throws and only missed one, something like that. But yes um vital thing all right let's say you had plus 100 on yes this record gets broken no this record doesn't get broke you had to bet on one it lasts forever so just just even odds will it ever get broken would you bet on the yes or the no i would personally bet on the no it will never get broken what do you think <clears throat> uh so like ever like for like yeah, next like, like- Hypoth- just, just, to, just to say, you yeah. have to pick a side.
0: i would say no.
1: I'll say, okay. but that
0: price, I'll say no. Like, okay,
1: easy, fair enough. Easy. Okay, yeah. I would say like think.
0: it should be like plus five hundred to it gets broken. Like
1: even then, I think is, even then, yeah. I think I'd still bet on the the other side <laughs> of that. Yeah.
0: So well, I just pull up for a second. Like Booker, seventy points game. He played f- forty-five minutes and had had twenty-six free throws.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's, so that's like, everything has to sports. align. Yeah. And they lost yeah. that game too, which is also uh yeah. it's kind of crazy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, uh, that is all for today's show. Um, somebody said your it, prepared off!" But even I'm just like just to pick a side, but yes, let's go to the recap of our of today's show and of the play. Only one official play for today. Heat at Sixers, Jimmy Butler over 17 and a half points, paired with the game total under 226.5 minus 120. At DraftKings try to try to start the week off right. For more content from Pick and Roll, make sure you subscribe to the board YouTube channel. Don't forget to hit the thumbs up button before you go. And want to let you guys know that right now, as I'm speaking, the Hammer HQ YouTube channel, the main flagship channel of the Hammer Bet Network, is live for the World Putting League Championship. So mini golf, the World Championships are going on in Florida at the moment. Kind of crazy, yes. But I just put the link in the YouTube chat to be able to go and watch that World Putting League Championship watch along with Rob Pozzola. Um, I didn't think this existed until a few days ago, but I was watching before we started today. Very entertaining. Very entertaining to see professionals in the mini-golf space. Um, Pips, you ever played mini-golf? Is that something popular in Europe? No, I, I never played golf in my life. So Okay. Not close to it. Well, anyways. Go check it out. I had a lot of fun tuning in. I'm going to be there after this. Go to the Hammer HQ YouTube channel or the link in chat. But for the NBA stuff, we're here on the board every weekday. Once again, let's hope to pick cashes for myself and Pips. Thank you guys so much for watching. We'll see you tomorrow for more.